Welcome back to part two of Direct and Indirect Manifestation. Now, please listen carefully. I am not saying that you should necessarily discontinue your high blood pressure medicine. No, this is not what I'm saying. Why? Because at this time, this is what you have learned to place your belief in. If you believe in Western medicine, it will indeed work for you. If you believe in alternative medicine, it will work for you in a similar manner. <laughs> if you believe in witch doctors, you will also experience relief. And I may giggle here, but I'm not joking actually. Any of these things will work, at least up to a certain point but not because you are receiving the right chemicals or herbs or physical manipulations or blessings, but rather because you believe that they will work. You believe in them. And so, to a certain point, they will, because you have granted them this power. You have knighted them. However, we mustn't forget that our external body is a physical manifestation of inward beliefs. So when we try and deal with it only externally through prescriptions and surgeries and vitamins and food and physical manipulations, though these may seem to cure or relieve the matter, in time it will manifest in a different way unless we cure the real reason inwardly. And we can do this by looking within for the real cause and by asking ourselves, what is the belief that is causing this to manifest? Because what we really need to do to cure our illness or disease is to ask ourselves this, what belief is causing this to manifest? Now, not all illness and disease are the results of inaccurate beliefs. Some we have called forward to teach us something that we've chosen to learn. But what I'm talking about here our diseases that are a result of inaccurate beliefs. And when we use the external rather than the internal as the starting point for modifying these, we have resigned ourselves to be spectators. We can only observe what happens when A comes in contact with B. We're left in the audience watching how it all goes down, even though it's our body. And this is because science and medicine cannot escape these limitations because they have decided that acting externally and then observing the effects will be the rule through which they define things. And it's a rule based upon comparisons and contrasts, which you already know is really just an illusion, is smoke and mirrors, rather than the higher truth of our oneness. But if our current belief rests in the lap of Western medicine and science, then that is where we will find our results. But let us not forget that it is our oversight that allows these methods to masquerade as the means of accomplishment, of getting from A to B. And that's like giving the stove credit for cooking the meal, when in actuality it was the fire the heat present in the stove that did the work. The stove was only the method that we found agreeable to assist us in directing and moderating this fire. But when we are used to the stove and feel safe accessing the fire through it, that's what we do. 
but we don't have to. As with everything else, it's our choice. And when we begin to see this truth hidden in plain sight, our thoughts begin to change and with it, our reality. We begin to see the illness as it truly is, an intimate expression of us, rather than something attacking us that we must battle. Because when we do this, we are truly being Don Quixote's battling imaginary windmills, and we undermine our own power when we vilify what we view as our shortcomings, our illnesses, our misfortunes, and see them as only external events to be combated like adversaries and conquered. Because it's simply not true. When we do this, we are actually battling with ourselves. But when we can accept these things as not our adversaries, but for what they truly are, our handiwork, our projections, then we become one with them. And with this realization, this perception of unity, we gain the ability to manipulate what we once ran from. If you run or you see these things as something to battle, they will act as something to battle with or run from, for this is how you have created them, and they will live up to your expectations. But when you see them as not separate from you, as part of your handiwork, as your expression, as a song you're singing at the moment, then you gain power over them. I hope you can begin to see this. And I hope you forgive me if I'm stepping on any toes because I sincerely do not mean to do so. And although I realize this is an emotionally charged topic for many, I am choosing to use it because illness and disease are also topics that each of us can relate intimately to. So forgive me as I use them as examples of how we manifest both directly and indirectly because by using these as examples, you will also gain valuable insight beyond manifesting directly and indirectly. By using these as examples, you will also begin to understand the nature of disease and illness and where it truly comes from and it will underscore that sometimes certain beliefs like our belief in what will heal us is so accepted and so permeates what we perceive as reality that we no longer see it for what it is a belief instead we see it as fact we believe it's fact and so to us it acts as fact but this self-created fact is not a truth and therefore faces eventual limitations its power is granted through our belief alone do you see and in this way we've become like the fish who when questioned about water had no idea what water was because it so permeated and supported their existence that they didn't question it they couldn't even see it. And that's how large and far-reaching some of our beliefs have grown. And they grow this way because we've fed them and we've watered them with our beliefs and actions, individually as well as collectively. But no matter how large they grow, they are still only a belief and subject to be changed. Because 
<laughs> you may want to go ahead and light your torches again if they've gone out. Traditional medicine, alternative medicine, witch doctors, shaman, what have you, they are all the same. They are external methods we employ that we place our power into, and it is our belief in these various methods that grant them their power. It's true. It's our belief that defines our reality, and no exemption is given. Please join me in part three for the conclusion of direct and indirect manifestation.